0: Over and over, our God brings anyone who is willing to turn to him from total destruction to total restoration. And today on Ruta Daily, we see what that looks like from the story of Nehemiah. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less, each day we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy. And Jerusalem was the city meant to declare God's name. Its construction was inseparable from the relationship that its people had with God. And by the time you get to the book of Nehemiah, it's lying in rubble on the ground. Solomon's era of glory was long gone. I wish we could go back to that time and see it. Because it would have looked like one of those apocalyptic movies. Bare, lifeless stripped unprotected a shadow of what it used to be and the chosen people of god were scattered their city was desecrated nehemiah hears from a distance away that this has happened to his beloved city and he mourns not just because some bricks were turned over but because he understands what this means he understands that his nation had been rebuked by god Jerusalem was a direct reflection of the relationship between God and his people. And right now, that relationship doesn't look good at all. So, Nehemiah mourns. He mourns because of the pride and the lukewarm faith of his people, because it led to their own destruction. He mourns because he knows this isn't a surprise. God warned them about this. He warned if they proudly turned their backs on him, there would be consequences. And Nehemiah mourns because his people foolishly believed that the Almighty God would make empty promises. But now they feel the consequences. All their defenses crushed, captivity, an entire city in distress. Nehemiah is so grieved over their sin and the physical representation of their sin, Jerusalem's rubble, that he travels to Jerusalem to see it for himself. You know, sometimes we can sweep sin under the rug as long as we don't see its consequences. Maybe we know it's wrong, uh, but as long as we don't see it, see the pain it causes, we can stay comfortable living in it. But Nehemiah didn't want to be comfortable. He didn't want to sweep this sin under the rug. He wants to go to Jerusalem and stands above the city, taking in its remains. He weeps. What if we did the same? What if instead of turning a blind eye to sin, we went to see its consequences that it's already having on our lives and on the lives of the people around us, even if we can't see the eternal consequences yet? What if we opened our eyes like Nehemiah and wept over our sin? And as Nehemiah grieves, he pleads with God for his people by confessing their sins. Read with me here. In Nehemiah chapter 1, verses 5 through 6. O great and awesome God, you who keep your covenant and mercy with those who love you and observe your commandments, please let your ear be attentive and your eyes open, that you may see the prayer of your servant, which I pray before you now day and night for the children of Israel and confess the sins of the children of Israel, which have sinned against you. And Nehemiah knows that if his people would just turn to God, even despite all their sin, God is merciful. He is just. He keeps his promises. And so Nehemiah prays and God responds. God responds to an entire sinful lost nation because of this one repentant man. Our God loves a broken and contrite heart. And so God uses Nehemiah, to restore this whole people, rebuild this whole city. Our God is a God who can take us from total destruction, rubble, to complete restoration. And Nehemiah shows how. All it takes is repentance. All it takes is looking at the consequence of our sin and weeping. You know, some 500 years ago after Nehemiah's time, another man travels to Jerusalem and he weeps over its destruction too. But this time, it's not in physical rubble. In fact, it's quite impressive. So impressive that the people doubt if its temple could be destroyed again. But even though it stands proud and tall, Jerusalem is once again in spiritual ruin. Jerusalem and the world was full of people who used their religion to harden their hearts to the one true God. So much so that they kill this man who weeps for them even as they crucify him, he longs to bring them out of the rubble and bring them to total restoration because that was the way of his father. That's the way of Jesus, if only they would let him. But just like Nehemiah, the story of Jesus weeping over Jerusalem didn't end there. Jesus rose from the grave. And he leads us today building the kingdom of God. And because he loved us enough to do something about our sin, before we ever wanted him to, we can be a part of this restoration story. Maybe you're looking at your life and you see rubble. You see a trail of destruction that always follows sin. Maybe you got rubble in your life that's been there for a long time. It's remnants of long past-made decisions, rubble that you're still trying to climb over or hide or run away from. Even today, Jesus stands over that rubble and he weeps with compassion. He calls you his spiritual Jerusalem and he says, come to him. Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, how often I wanted to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings. Matthew 23 verse 37. Jesus wants to pull you from the rubble. He wants to restore your life and all he asks is that you come to him with a repentant heart. And that'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. I cannot wait to sit down and open up God's word with you next time. Thank you for watching this episode of Rooted Daily. We're praying that you're growing with us as we study the Bible and use God's Word as our only foundation. If you appreciate this content and want to make sure that others can see it, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app and hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jesus, let's talk today. Just send me a text to 317-207-207 two, seven, three, four.